welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome in to Just an Average NFL Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Hayes with Matt Baker. Me. And Terrell Stein. Me. We have not made any cuts. <laughs> we uh, we are at our roster size. We stay at our average roster size. So as best we can. Hopefully yes. we will we won't have to make any cuts. Uh, but I'll say, but maybe somebody here might be on the chopping block. Hey hey, <laughs> I'm sitting right here, my dude. Uh, nobody's on the chopping <laughs> He's block. He's sitting right there. My I dude. am. I, I'm st- I'm talking right here, guys. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> uh, we're all on the average chopping block always, every day. I I'll go ahead. I'm I might be more on the the average chopping block than usual this this podcast well no i think you're kind of the josh allen for mainly because this is your house oh well <laughs> so we gotta if do some we, investigation if, before if we, i get chopped if, I if got we you. cut if we cut you then uh we, we'll me and terrell will have to figure out where else to go do a podcast oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll have to go buy new podcast gear <laughs> no nah, if you cut uh, me you can have the gear we'll work that out oh okay i'll be fair all right well uh you can find us at anchor.fm backslash avg nfl pod and um you can find us on Facebook by searching for Just an Average NFL Podcast. You can also find us just about anywhere else, anywhere you can get a podcast. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Help us get this thing going. And we also like reviews. If you are on Apple and you want to just throw a review out there, we will read it. And when we uh, see it, probably should go look now and we make sure there's not one there. Make sure we're not like just... Yeah, there might be 37 on there, but that would be weird. But Yeah. But yeah, if you guys are on Apple, I don't think Spotify lets you do cool stuff like that. But um, uh, let's see. Let's go into the old. Let's get disappointed. Here we are, just an average NFL podcast. Oh, we got twelve reviews. No, no. Uh, we the have average number of reviews. We have the same amount of reviews that we had before. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we we have three reviews and five ratings <laughs> hell yeah moving uh, up man but we are five star of those five ratings we are a five star podcast okay five out so of five, five that's out a little of, yeah. above average uh, well you know what you're right i might have to go i need five of you to down. give us a zero <laughs> <laughs> i might have to go out there and bring us down yeah. rate our own podcast yeah. in a three or something yeah, well, okay, we're not that good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's pull it back let's guys. pull this back just yeah. a little bit uh but uh yeah so uh, Last preseason week is over. Cuts are happening. I don't like some it. some uh, some ones that maybe weren't expected, but we do have a beer of the week, this. and uh, the beer of the week is listen. It's not anything crazy. I seen it in the cooler. I grabbed it. It's Bushlight <laughs> Apple. I didn't even know they made it. They said it's limited. <sighs> I like it, but I like apple beers. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. It tastes like Bushlight Apple. I like Bushlight and look, I like Apple. See, see I'm not a Bushlight fan because it's got. It takes a lot. Like it tastes it, a lot like the Bud Light Apple too. Actually. It's yeah. It just it's got that that Bushlight finish. It's like the Wish Bud Light Apple. I mean, I don't know. Bud Light Apples is still a little smoother than. I'd this. rather drink. I drink Bushlight 45 billion times over Bud Light. I, I don't drink Bushlight. <laughs> it's beer. I don't drink beer. Like yeah, Bud I drink Light it. Either, really, yeah, it's it, you know it's it's a it's a Bushlight with uh, some. I'm apple not saying flavor. I won't drink it. I'm yeah. just saying that it's not. It's a, it's got kind of that uh, uh, ashtray uh, taste to it there. Then you know that that signature bush light. That is a great. Guys yes. are crack smokers. It, it definitely tastes like a trailer park. 
<laughs> that's why y'all, the, because y'all smoke crack, y'all have that taste in the back of your mouth already. That's probably what it is. <laughs> it just just heightens it and brings it out. Like this beer is in his underwear, yelling at the neighbor's dogs. <laughs> right. This this beer has got a broke down Ford pickup in its driveway. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been there for about seven years. Yep. <laughs> well, I will admit that. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not. Too, but yeah, it's like I said, I'll drink it. I mean, yes. Uh, all right, so. Um, just quick. couple things. Uh, Brian, Ro- or, yeah, Brian Robinson, let's, you know, that's something we should probably lead off with. Uh, so yesterday reports came in across Twitter that he was in a uh, attempted carjack and it was shot. I didn't think it was real at first when I saw it posted to one of our fantasy leagues. And then I went to look for it and it wasn't on any news. And before I came back and was like, this is bullshit, I uh, went to Twitter because it had just broke and it was breaking on Twitter, it hadn't even made it to the Googles yet. Yeah, it was. And uh, but yeah, so apparently there was a somebody tried to carjack him and he got shot. Last reports we heard were in the glutes and the legs, nothing life threatening. And there's a chance that he'll actually come back for 2022. Now, obviously, this is a bigger deal than football. And uh, but because he is stable and and looks like he's going to be okay, we can then. Move on to the uh, fantasy ramifications without feeling too guilty about it. Because uh, we would obviously, you know, Brian Robinson's obviously, we want the best for him. And, and oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. But it was crazy because reports had just come across a wire that he was being, uh, he was supplanting um, Antonio Gibson as the number one back, yeah. where reports were. He was taking over. And so... Um, and then uh, we find out that it, that this happened, and uh, you know, there's some conspiracy theories out there. Oh yeah, <laughs> there were a couple things. I you know, I said it. Some jokes being made about just possible jokingly. involvement by somebody whose job he took. Yeah, all jokes. Just kidding, but JK. Man, but it's, it's, it did change. It did immediately change uh, Antonio, this year's outlook for Antonio Gibson. It yes. did. It did drastically. Yes. I mean, because he was essentially sitting on the bench or playing special teams. Well, he was already going to be the kick returner. That's, that's, what that's already been. I don't even know if that's still because those reports were that he – this is something he's been wanting to do since he's been signed. He's always wanted to be a kick returner. Yeah. And that he begged them to let him return kicks. And, and now – I don't know that they, they can uh, risk it. do that. Yeah, yeah. they couldn't yeah. risk that chance, so – um, but it definitely improves Gibson's value, and in Dynasty, still hold on to Robinson. Don't don't let him go. But yeah. draft, I don't think he's worth holding on to. And then the uh, you know to go with that, there's reports that uh what like eleven or twelve teams reached out to the Vikings trying to get um, Alexander Madison. I wonder yeah. if the Footy McFootball Commanders were one of those. Uh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, Let's go so. ahead and hurt. Antonio Gibson's value again. Pick up Madison. <laughs> that would I will say this: if they go get Madison, that'll immediately tell you what they really think about Antonio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Definitely. And then also, it's going to be really suspicious if then Madison's involved in a car jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of people moving teams, Lavisca Chenault has reportedly been traded to the Panthers. We haven't got the exact details yet, but that's what's going down. I do know for I, I don't know why. But the Panthers were looking for another playmaker-type wide receiver. I mean, they've got a ton of wide receivers on the roster, but I guess they were looking for a specific skill set. I mean, the last time Curtis Samuel was really fantasy viable or, you know, really viable short of injury was with the Panthers and and that kind of mismatch. Yeah, that kind of of jack-of-all-trades type wide receiver. So, so we'll I mean, maybe see. that's what they're looking for, trying to somebody to kind of pull that. It, it bothers. It only bothers me because I, Shy Smith, had a really good 
um, po- preseason, and he was looking to sew up the job as the slot receiver. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I, I don't know that this is a, a Shy Smith thing Maybe it's or a Robbie this, Anderson. That's what thing. I was wondering because was you know, Anderson if thing. you remember, Robbie Anderson did go to Twitter and. Uh, voices uh, dislike for Baker Mayfield, right? And then he tried to possibly backtrack. coming to Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I think I, I think some of that might have been Robbie getting Darnold's back, but yeah. Um, so speaking we'll see. of Darnold, yeah. So, so Darnold, uh, speaking of him, he is going to be out most likely four to six weeks. The Panthers have not come out with anything official, last I had heard, but is a high ankle sprain. So that would be most likely in in the two to four within the. Uh, the season because it was two weeks before we start. Yeah, and not that it carries any fancy impact, except for now we know they can uh, flip flop on their starter yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't think they're going to do that with PJ Walker. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting if the Panthers try to ride with two, or if they go out and get somebody to put on a practice squad. Because right now they only have two. Oh. Uh, God, please don't do Cam. <sighs> Cam is, is he's too big of a personality to be a backup. <laughs> um, Sony Michelle got cut. Yeah. As somebody here made some sort of declaration earlier this season. It's written on the box. The box of bets and box predictions. Of bets and predictions. What is it? What's come. written on there? Hold on. I need. I want to uh, see what he wrote. It's in a. It's in a big uh, black box. I got right here in front of me. It says, uh, "Baker says Sony Michelle finishes RB one for Miami." Yeah. Well, technically, and it could still happen. Just, technically, it could. They're going to have to re-sign him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to have to turn around and put, sign him back to the roster. Yeah, they're going to have to do something. Yeah, but injuries and things of that nature, who knows what could happen. Well, maybe he'll get signed by somebody else and then be the backup to nobody there. Or so. <laughs> I, who knows? Maybe I'm just living a fantasy. I, We're I, all living I, a fantasy. Yeah, I don't know. I apologize to anybody who went out and tried to get Michelle <laughs> because I had a hot take. But if you made the decision to, to go just put go all in on Sony Michelle because of uh, Baker's predictions, well, he owes you. I owe you something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is. We can discuss it. Hit me up on the page. We'll work out the deets later. Uh, but I apologize. I do apologize. Another odd move that happened in the news. Jimmy G is now the, going to be the highest paid um, backup. And uh, part of the thing is, is he has a no trade clause. And he also has a no tag clause, which means they cannot franchise tag him next year. Mm. And that now let's understand a no trade clause doesn't mean he can't be traded. It just means that he gets to decide if he wants to be traded. So, gotcha. so yeah, the, but the, but but uh, the no tag clauses is, is interesting to me because what Jimmy is basically saying is I don't want to go anywhere that's available right now. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to take a pay cut, but I don't want to be here next year because yeah. if even if um. Trey Lance is straight up ass, and Jimmy has to come in and save the season. Yeah, he's saying I still want options next yeah, year. Yeah, I want to be yeah, where you can't just come in and franchise tag me because you realize you fucked up with Trey Trey Lance. He's going to keep me. Yeah, so we'll see how that works out. But uh, that that was not a direction that we thought was going to happen. And it happened. <laughs> I know. It just like we're sitting here waiting on him to be dropped or something. To yeah. Him, and then, Bam, here's some money. Well, they had to do something because they were about to have to pay him like uh, 20-something million. So they either yeah. had to cut him or they had to restructure or they had to move him. So um, Because I know they didn't want to pay him that much for him to be the backup. Yeah, right. But this does at least tell us that they're going to give Trey Lance 
you know, all the opportunity to be the guy. So, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yep. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, um, out of the NFC West, the uh, the Seahawks finally announced their starter in probably the most depressing <laughs> quarterback battle in the history of quarterback battles. Geno Smith beat out. The infamous Drew Locke. Yes. Mm. Infamous is yeah. the key word there. Drew Locke also lost a, a, a battle last year to Teddy Bridgewater, yep. um, who is now not a starter. And he lost a battle to Geno Smith, who wasn't a starter and probably won't be a starter next year, which should tell everyone out there, if you have Drew Locke on a dynasty roster, drop that mofo because he is bound to be an, an analyst on one of the stations within the next year or two in my personal opinion i don't think he's are working good. at the <laughs> i don't think he's that good at, at best case scenario they'll have him cleaning the stadium where baker mayfield works so he doesn't have to do it anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, man i just who who as a challenging starting quarterback goes out in a preseason game with those three interceptions Drew Locke. I mean, Drew Locke. That's, <laughs> that's what i'm saying like uh, you lost the battle yourself yeah. that's it was that's this poor judge i've heard him referred to as Mr. Irresponsible because he turns the ball over. That makes complete sense to me. So, <laughs> uh, And so, um, let's see. Is that everything? Is that everything? That's everything. I'm sure there's other stuff. You know, there's going to be a lot of cuts coming across the wire in the next week. Yep. As these teams get down to 53, there's already been a lot, yes. We, we ain't bringing up anything because none of them are real notable, but there's yeah. been a Other than a Sony, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. That's just notable because I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take that right on the chin. I'll take it. I'm good for that. Uh, oh, uh, I did hear this. Uh, they talk about going back to the Panthers and possibly signing somebody for the uh, practice squad. Well, they, they currently have on their roster the number one overall quarterback from that year. Yeah, they have the number. W- w- number Darnold three was, was number Darnold. three. Number three, overall. and then number two was Josh Rosen. So they could get Rosen oh, wow. to come be their quarterback that on the practice squad. They could have the trifecta <laughs> wow. of the top three quarterback or picks mm, uh, quarterback taken in that draft. Wow, Rosen was a two overall. Oh yeah, who yeah. was drinking that day? The Cardinals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Arizona too. Cardinals. A lot. Man, I, I don't know. That's uh yeah. There was there were reports um, that uh, the Bills were going to take Josh Rosen. Because I think uh, Josh Allen fell to five. Uh, they took him at five. Yeah. And there was reports that year that that's who the Bills really wanted was Josh Rosen. Oh, God. They only you. took Josh Allen because Rosen had already been taken. You went with the right Josh. <laughs> so I'm just going to put that yeah, out there. Yeah, but I there. think that's one of those where it's like they <laughs> – Now there's yeah, the go, The GM is just like – he's every day he wakes up and he's like, yeah. Thank you, Arizona. <laughs> Thank you so much because I would not think, have a job. He probably right sends now. him a gift basket <laughs> every year, every draft. You saved my yep. ass. Yep. Yep. Thank you for drafting Rosen. Yeah, thank you for drafting Josh Rosen. I'm sure the Rosen next year they took it. Kyler Murray. Ah, the yeah. very next year they realized real fast. <laughs> yeah, they were competing uh, with the Athletics then because he got drafted by the Athletics too in yeah, baseball. Uh, Shortstop. All right, moving on. We're going to be breaking down all of our smash pass and sleepers. We're going to go back and review them. And then we're going to pick a couple smash, a couple pass, and a sleeper that we really uh, feel strongly about over the rest. And those are going to be the ones that we're going to constantly roast each other about or praise each other about throughout the season when we either are right or most likely wrong. So we're going to do that right now as we transition. Mm -hmm. 
refreshing. Bush light apple. Mm, I don't know if refreshing is the word I would use, but close. All right, I'm going to kick it off for us. I'm going to take the ball and run with it. I'm going to go through my smash that I picked. Now, this is going to be in order of the divisions as we broke them down. So we're going to have eight smash, eight pass, and eight sleeper because obviously we picked one from each division. Yeah. So my smash were Mike Williams, Gabriel Davis, Rashad Bateman. Apparently, I like wide receivers. You will soon. Michael Pittman, Hollywood Brown. And then I was like, you know what? Let's throw some QBs in here. Jalen Hurts, Keek. The Man Cousins, and last but definitely not least, DJ Moore. And uh, I decided to go with a couple that I have been getting tons of shares of um, or trying to get tons of shares of. So these are guys that I've actually put my money where my mouth is for the most part as much as I can, and that is Mike Williams, wide receiver for the Chargers. Um, he's the first one. Uh, I just uh, they they gave him they gave him the checks. They they gave him the money. Um, he's already a really great uh, 50-50 guy, touchdown guy. And where you're getting him in drafts right now to me is just too much of a value to pass up. He's could borderline be a sleeper. And um, you know some of the rece- I can I can punt receiver until the f- fifth round. And get Mike Williams as my wide receiver one in the fifth, and I'm completely happy with that because oh, yeah. of the value I'm getting earlier in the draft. Right. I've actually done that. And uh, so I'm, I'm big, big Mike Williams here. What do you guys think about Mike Williams? Uh, what does ESPN <laughs> think about Mike Williams? <laughs> That's kind of weird. As soon as I pass it to Terrell, he's like, well, let me tell you. Mike Williams is the trade of the century. So I'm with you on Mike Williams. Big Mike. Uh, he was explosive last year. He kind of went away for a couple weeks. He came back. I mean, he he really was a uh, a playmaker. And I know the thing exists around him, like, oh, it's always hurting all this. I mean, what you got to realize is they paid him. And at the same time, like, his average depth of target has been dropping, but his target share has gone up. So not only did they pay him to be the man, but now they're utilizing him all across the field instead of just relying on him going up and being that 50-50 contested catch guy. So that's saying that they really want to involve him a little more. He's got that rapport with Herbert. It's another year under the same coaching staff and OC and all this, and it's just it's primed. It is big-time prime for a big-time playmaker like Mike Williams. That's their guy. Yeah. And I see this year being a good one and the next couple because of that contract. It's just yeah. they're not. he's not just your deep ball guy anymore, though. And they've been showing yes. that through practice and the end of last year. They're using him all over. His route running apparently is looking amazing, and he's getting open. And I think that'll help with the whole feeling of him getting injured all the time, too, because he's not going to be only doing contested catches and falling down hard. Right. And, so you know, it. it's obviously an offense, and, you know, you mentioned an offense and a, and a team on the rise. Of They're just they're going to be scoring points. I know. What do you think, Baker? I, I like him. Um, a couple reasons, all the same y'all said, and also throw in a little bit of Keenan Allen's kind of getting aged. There's like 42 I mean, or something. <laughs> and not to take talent away from him, but you got two things going for him. They're going to put their strongest safety or corner on Keenan, and it's yeah. going to leave Mike Williams that extra little ump. And but I'm just the only thing, like I said, that that um, 
the benefits in addition to what y'all said is the fact that I, I don't know that Keenan Allen's going to be around for, for this, yeah well uh, yeah I, th- I, th- right. I, I, I think agree he missed he that. went out a couple weeks early last season he didn't leave with any big injury but I mean we can start seeing he's playing a little bit less and less time yeah. and I just well and that, that plays into what Terrell's talking about Mike how Williams. they're utilizing they're using him Mike Williams, Williams now they're using him kind of in the same type vein right. that they were using uh, Keenan uh, Allen because that's who Keenan Allen was that's right. why he's so awesome in PPR league because he's going to get a million targets even yes. if it's you know only five at a time right you know and then you've got you know Jalen Guyton who is can take the top off the defense and then you got Josh Palmer who's out there you know going to emerge as a solid three and probably eventually be the two once what you talked about happens yeah Keenan Allen kind of so my second one also a wide receiver because we have as we have established and, and people will learn I love wide receivers and my next one is Rashad Bateman you know I just I think this is the year of Rashad I have Every league I'm in, I've drafted him. Uh, I've just uh, – my teams, I've got two teams named Master Bateman. <laughs> and um, I am ready for this dude. And I, I will say if he has a bad season, I'm going to be hurt in multiple places. <laughs> so I, this is probably somebody that I have more shares of than anybody else. Um, but I truly believe in it. And I'm not saying this guy's going to be a top five wide receiver. Don't, don't, don't think that. I just think that where I get him in drafts, you know, and then where I think he's going to finish, he's going to finish to me as a high end two minimum. Yeah. Um, Hollywood Brown was able to pull down wide receiver one type weeks on a consistent basis in that offense, and Hollywood Brown is more of a di- down the field deep threat, whereas Rashad Bateman is more of a true number one receiver with great route running, great ability to catch the ball underneath and get downfield and things of that nature. And uh, I think he has better hands than Hollywood Brown. So I just think that he is going to be a better receiver for that offense overall than what Hollywood Brown was for them. And that was part of the reason why they were so eager. Not maybe not eager, but, you know, they went ahead and said, screw it, we're going to move him on Arizona. You know, we'll take the draft and and, and let him have him. So I don't know. You guys got anything on top of that or or, or disagree with it or anything? Sure. Uh so he didn't play the first five games of his rookie year and then he came in and the first game was a little slow and the second game was a little better and he just right out of the gate like he showed that he could be a key part of this offense and that is that's already hard to do as a rookie right but then he actually sustained it for the most part i mean he had some low weeks but i mean he finished out the year with i mean his snap percentage went up those last four games he was on the field 90 80 percent of the time and he was getting eight, ten targets. And for him to, you know, come in and show that he could be the guy, and then they kept him a key part of it, and then they traded off oh, Hollywood, that shows that their confidence in what he yep. showed as a rookie. That's why I'm with right. you on that. That's prime because obviously they believe in him. Right. They didn't draft somebody else to take over the star spot of this receiving core. Right. You can't. And there's draft capital with yeah, him because he was, what, a exactly. second or third round pick? So you can't be asked to be any more prime for a breakout than him as right. far as situation goes draft capital being the guy they got rid of the star guy they didn't draft somebody to replace him he's the guy right and they didn't sign anybody and they didn't try to trade for him yeah you know and i think that uh especially if you're playing dynasty for the future outlook of players but you can also gauge a lot of what these guys are going to do or what they're expected to do based off of how the team's put faith in them or don't you know a lot of what we talked about with antonio gibson was we were seeing how the coaching staff and stuff was taking things away from him and giving 
reps to other people, and we could see and, and tell they were losing faith in him. But on the flip side, you can also see when a team puts faith in a player how we think that's going to be for them, and, and they're going to definitely give them that type of opportunity, whether it be through a paycheck or whether it be through the moves they make. But what do you want to throw on there, Baker? No, I, I like it. I mean, everything – the stars are aligning for them this year. Uh, I will just go ahead and say that if it doesn't work out for them this year, I don't think we hear of Rashad Bateman ever again in the NFL – but wow. I, wow. This is a make or break. You heard it here I, first. It's a make or break year for Rashad Bateman. I, I'm not a huge fan personally. Like he, he as a wide receiver, he didn't really impress me a whole lot last year. Um like he wasn't he wasn't he didn't have it for me. But but then again, the Ravens offense is difficult to watch a lot of times because it just seems so I don't run heavy, like mismatched. Yeah, so it's difficult for a receiver. And I do I, everything y'all say, hundred percent agree with. They trust him. They want him to be the guy that he has. He's going to have to do it. And when it steps up, when push comes to shove, if games one and two come up, I, he could be a, a, a one receiver, a wide receiver one this year in that offense. As long as everything works out perfectly, I, I do. I, I can see that all day long. All right, so we're going to move on to your smashes then, Baker. I'm going to read them off, and then you can talk about the couple that you decided to pick out of them. So you went with Javante Williams, Damian Harris, who we'll talk about later. We might talk about him in just a second. I don't know. <laughs> Mark Andrews, Michael Pittman. Uh, I will say, just for the sake of it, we all three have Michael Pittman, and we all three have DJ Moore. Several others that we – Two of us has got, but those are the two smashes that we all three rode with. Um, Brandon Ayuk, Terry McLaurin, Amon Ross St. Brown, and DJ Moore, as I just mentioned. So tell me, who's a, who's a, who's the first one on your list of your ride or dies? So first of all, I'm pretty heavy on wide receiver myself here. A couple running backs and a tight end, but a majority of wide receivers. I, well, there's just so many more nice. of them, too. Um, but I'll, I'll, start, I'll stick with the wide receiver. I'm, I'm riding Terry McLaurin. I think this is Should DK be uh, jealous? Probably. (laughs) It's almost to that point, honestly. I'm I'm trying to get McLaurin everywhere I can. Definitely redraft. Even Dynasty. I I think this dude, he's got, as sad as it is to say, he's got the best quarterback throwing to him this year that he's he's ever had. So, yeah, no. no, That he's ever had. I mean, and you think, like, in his career, I think he's had, this will be his 10th quarterback that he's had thrown to him and this is the best one of 10 and he's managed to do well with all of them and that so, should just tell you about how bad the other nine and that's were. what i'm saying yeah. that on top of that if you look at michael oh, Pittman, i'm still not 100 percent sure that taylor heineke are isn't the best because he looked almost better than wentz in the preseason well, so, well, so i will say this too though i mean wentz supported michael Pittman, who just finished just outside correct. of the wide receiver one last yeah. year i and i I, I, I joke kind yeah of. no i yeah. i get it trust me but i just I think this is this is McLaurin's year. This is when we see him as a top six, top eight receiver. I think. Okay, oh, I think wow. he breaks that wide so receiver. So you think he's going to be at least a top ten? I think he's going to be at least a top ten. Okay, I really do. And then, do we need to put it on the the box of bets and predictions? I don't, I don't we, think it's that outlandish. I don't think it is either. I so. I don't see it. Uh, not because of him. Yeah, 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 yeah no, no, no. Him. I, I, Carson did support Michael Pittman last year, but Michael Pittman was a wide receiver too. Yeah. So I, I don't know when the last time Carson Wentz supported a wide receiver one, but I'll say this: if anybody can get 
Wentz to support a wide receiver one, right. it's Terry McLaurin. <laughs> and so if it happens, I'm not going to be like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's insane. But yeah. I, I, I would say a high-end two um, at best. But, again, it, that's just, it has more to do with uh, Wentz than less to do with McLaurin. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, go ahead, T. Uh, I mean, he didn't get his nickname Scary Terry for no reason. And then that nickname does it just doesn't go away. Yeah. He's still got it. He's, and he's gonna still have it. And like you said, with you know, as sad as it is, Wentz argu- <laughs> arg- uh, the I can't say that word. Arguably. That word. <laughs> that bush light, man, it's got a it's got my tongue doing cartwheels in here. Because of how delicious it is. I'm trying to jump out of my mouth. <laughs> Bushlight Apple, here to twist your tongue. Oh, great. <laughs> Go ahead. Tim, if they sorry. start sponsoring us, man. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, we'll fucking take it. <laughs> and we'll drink the shit out of it every podcast. Yeah, I'm right. I'm, I'm going for that. Uh, but with him being, you know, the, I just, the good the good thing is one of Wentz's worst uh, attributes was always looking for the big play. Yeah. So with uh, McLaurin being who he is on stupid fast yeah. and separation and stupid route action. running yeah. and stupid might, awesome yeah. route running but you know just yards of separation with somebody that's always looking for the big play and Terry being that fast I mean this could be a match made in heaven it actually could be. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's going to be fun to watch if it, it's just the, the organization scares me the quarterback scares me but uh, scary Terry don't well, scare me well, so. the loss, the right, loss of but, Brian Robinson now might actually hurt a little bit with a little bit of the backfield threat because I think he was kind of helping it. But, oh, for sure. Yeah, he so, was. so now I still stand by it, don't yeah, get me no. wrong. But, I mean, it's going to make it a little, that little bit more difficult. Well, who's your who's your second one on your list? Unless Javante he, Williams. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, Javante I, Williams. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm buying I'm him everywhere. Train. I can yeah. 100% buy him anywhere. Yeah. I, it's I hard to buy him. I, the reason yeah, I don't is. have him <laughs> is because most of my teams, I don't want to spend what i got to take to get him. I'm yeah. trying <laughs> like, the best. I mean, uh, the average team, you're hurting your team more than you're benefiting when you got to trade for him. Yes. Yeah. You yes. better hope that you drafted yeah. him, basically. My, my only hope is, is that I'm in a league where somebody has him and they're on the cusp of winning and my team is – doo-doo trash but i have a couple pieces yeah, yeah, couple that could get the other away. team over the top yeah. that i can go and try to sell my soul to get him but i just don't think that's gonna happen i'm so excited because he's young yeah, and he's, he's good and he's gonna be great I, I that's that's where i feel it, it, those are the three best qualities you can put out there yeah he's he's young he's good and he's gonna be great i yeah. mean that's yeah. that's really what and melvin gordon is already suffering some minor injury stuff coming out of preseason they already are trying to move to him and so, you know, look at the numbers he did splitting with Gordon last yeah. year. I mean, that's And if they just if that split just goes a little bit more to his side plus a second year in the league. It's oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, and it's now he's got a way better quarterback. Way better yeah, exactly. and a way better offensive uh, yeah. uh coach staff and offensive coordinator. Yeah, so. it's a it opens it up for him with Russell being there. It's uh it's amazing what the possibility here is because yep. you're talking I, about probably I, one of the best runners in the yeah. league. Like I mean, it's when moving about, a little bit just talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, I mean, he had the most yards after contact of anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's – I mean, that's nothing to not pay attention to. Yeah. Like We could be sitting here next year 
talking about this dude the way that everybody was fawning over yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, they're two completely different backs, in my opinion. Yes. But they're both very, very talented. And, and my point is, is that next year we're going to be sitting here going, oh, my God, this guy is amazing. Yeah. He's going to be a top five you know, redraft pick next year, possibly. I mean, well, how many years did Carson finish in the top ten? Yeah, Russell and Wilson and and, and I was always a huge Chris Carson fan, and and Chris Carson isn't uh, you know half the ability That's of what Javante has. Javante offers more. Chris yes. Carson still did monstrous. Javante was just a solid yeah. football player. Javante is a special oh, yeah. running back. So yeah. that that's that's where I'm I'm standing by. And, see, and that's the product of not just a greater line, but also not being and you know, not having the box stacked against you every play. Every play, yeah. yeah. Because every and play. with those wide receivers now, because on that Drew that Locke at game. the helm or whoever yes. last year, and then yes. uh, yep. Bridgewater or whoever and he was, was still successful. Yeah. yeah, he still did what he did. Imagine what it's going to be now. Well, oh, and and man. I mean, there's so many other things. That defense is going to keep. Um, the you know it's going to be one of those where they're going to be running the clock out in the second yep. half oh, a lot man. of times. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, and so yeah. I just I, look. I don't know. We could probably yes. just do a whole podcast on Javante. On Javante. Yeah, I, I, I ordered the doll already, so we're working on <laughs> we're working on filling this closet. Uh, if you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to T's smashes. Um, he went with his dude Justin Herbert. Now again, we didn't all ride with top end smashes, but when we have guys that we have been with from the jump, and Terrell Absolutely. has been with Justin Herbert I've been from with the Justin jump. Herbert since when he before, was, y'all knew how yes. good he was gonna yes, be. Yes, he was with him when he was the backup to Tyrod Taylor. Damn right. So, um, but so he's gonna stick with his dude, Justin Herbert. Another one of his dudes, he's riding with Tua. I'm not gonna try the last name because Baker's not Tag here. Viola. There it is. Najee Harris, another one of your. These are guys that you've been harping on, be- like before they were even drafted. Before they went to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Hollywood Brown, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Jones, and, of course, DJ Moore. So, uh, who's the first one that you're riding with this year? So, out of all these uh, wonderful people I wish I had multiple, multiple shares of in every league I'm in. Same. I'm going to choose not the obvious quarterback of this list of Herbert, but I'm going to go with the least obvious that I think not a lot of people agree with me on, which is Tua. I mean, you already know it's a big two a house on this end of the table. Yeah. I do know that. But in general, the feeling across leagues, like a lot of the dynasty leagues yes. and redraft, because of where he's going, the feeling is obviously not in the same boat as us. No, because, well, I mean, he hasn't shown it in, in, in and all. He hasn't. But there are reasons for it, and I'm sure you're about to talk about And that. there are. Like, and I'll just, I'm going to harp on it one more time. Some of the biggest things that people find uh, detrimental to him being a good quarterback in this league was like arm strength and. Uh, not being able to hit that that deep ball, and there's uh, you know, he didn't have great yards and all that. Blah 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 blah. The man had an injury that directly affected all of this. All that. Mm-hmm. A catastrophic injury. Yes. yes. Absolutely directly affects the mechanics of being able to throw a deep ball with your strength. And we're talking like, and then the bad season everybody was harping on was okay. Basically, essentially, his first year. You don't expect a lot of shit out of a rookie, you know, and in, in, in a situation they're in like that. It, let's not get it twisted. Miami wasn't the greatest place to start off as a, a rookie not, quarterback there. Am I wrong? Not so, behind the great Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to come out and be no Joe Montana or the next Tom Brady, but the thing is with where you're getting him at and what they've done, even though it's kind of uh, confusing there in the offseason whether or not they're going to ride with him, but apparently they are. 
and they built a team around him to succeed. They brought in the running backs. They brought in uh, Hill, uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, they're obviously giving him every chance to succeed. And with uh, reports of, you know, his deep ball looks good and his accuracy is absolutely stunning. I think he is primed to be a really, really big surprise with where you're drafting him and what he's going to end up doing for your league. Yeah. I mean, his rookie season, he only played in 10 games. He was coming right. off of that catastrophic catastrophic injury that not only almost ended his career but almost cost him a leg. Um, he still threw for 1,800 yards in 10 games, 11 touchdowns and five interceptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean – that's well, and, that's way better than what Trevor Lawrence did in his entire rookie season. Thank you. And, and, that and then too. the second year, the year that that that, that he played the whole season, yeah. uh, well, he played thirteen games. Okay, yeah. Let's let's remember he had a coaching staff that didn't want him. Yep. He had an ownership group that didn't want him. Yep. He was his second year back off a catastrophic injury. Yep. He still threw for twenty six hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, ten interceptions, and he rushed for three in both seasons. The, the the guy when he before his injury he was the number one most touted yeah tank quarterback for Tua was a thing for a football. reason yeah if you watch him play yeah. in college like he would he would break out of the pocket and he and he'd throw across his body which you're not supposed to do yeah but he would do it with amazing accuracy and stupid strength to where yep. it didn't fall short and get intercepted right he did those kind of plays all the time which is why tank for Tua became a yes. thing yes yeah yes i'm a bama fan yes it sounds like i'm being biased but i'm being biased for a reason this is something that everybody agreed upon right. and then the injury happened and then everybody just wants to forget all yeah. of that and last yeah. year amidst all that he still as the quarterback, almost got his team to the playoffs. Exactly. And so, so uh, you know, I, I'm like I said, it's a big Tua house over here. I want this dude to succeed. He's an amazing person, by all accounts. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's a hard worker. And uh, I, draft- I want it to be uh, if he if a if a player fails, I want them to fail because they just blow ass. I right. don't want it to be because they are great, and then they have an injury. And that's the, the, what holds them yeah, back. And that's yeah, that's what holds no, them back. I, I want to, I want them because if they're going to get ridiculed and made fun of, I hope it's because of their ability right. and not because they had something happen to them that was out of their control and that it, they couldn't come back from. So I want to go out there and prove the haters wrong, and I want him to be great. And so yeah. I love that pick. Not Drew Lockett. Yeah. Yes. Don't yes. Drew Lockett. But I'm, I'm drafting him everywhere <laughs> I can in redrafts because you can get him so late. That's our yeah. new oh, I'm punting that position because I believe in it. I've been picking. I've been so, picking him up in almost every redraft league I'm in as my starter. I mean, because yeah, you're getting him so late. And yeah, it's, you're, it's such good value. There's no way you're not for the potential value of what of you're getting. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I was looking Just at Tyree Kill being there alone opens up so much stupid possibility for him. Well, his rookie year, he wasn't even supposed to play. He was right. behind Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Fitzpatrick got injured and he came in and took over. Yeah. And what he did when he came in was what he was drafted for. I mean, he. He, he didn't shine superbly over everybody, but he showed enough talent for them to hold on to him. Last year, he didn't play the first five games. He came in, scored mm-hmm. 25 fantasy points, 34 fantasy points, and then he had some rough weeks, 14, and then he oh, didn't yeah. play a game, and then he scored 11, then 21, 13, 21, 16, 11. Oh, yeah. So, you know, let's he's got the average, potential to light up the scoreboard because in, even in the year he but, came in on his rookie year, he had 25, 18. He had a, 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 oh, yeah. a 31 point week. This is, yeah, obviously. Look what he and did he's with got a Waddle. better coaching staff. He did, yeah. Look what he did with Roddle as a uh, Waddle as a rookie receiver. He yep. broke the rookie receiver reception record. Yep. And this is, you know, who else was there? 
outside of that. Your running back room, you had Miles Gaskin. Gasecki uh, wasn't. Which I mean, last was, year wasn't yeah. even really yeah. that good. Devontae Parker. Turns out that he sucks as a tight end. Well, the Gaskin, Miles Gaskin was the guy, and then he got hurt last yeah. year. So, so I mean, Parker uh, no. was the other receiver. Yeah, Devonta Parker, and then uh, which he's not there anymore for a reason. I mean, I still yeah. like him. I think he's better I, you fit know, somewhere I, else. But. I think they got a coaching staff that believes in him. They've got a team that believes in him, and they brought in pieces to make it better. Yeah, and, and they're going to work an offense that's going to take the pressure off of him. Yeah. And and they got like you said, Tyreek. Could have had so. Sonny Michelle. I'm down. No. So who's yeah, your they second had to one? Cut him. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this one I'm even bigger on, and both these guys I'm picking because I'm actually picking both these guys up everywhere I can. This one I'm high on, and I know y'all are too, because he's one of the ones we all three had. Sadly, I just traded him. Michael, Michael Pittman. Michael yeah. Pittman. I've been, like in, in the dynasty groups, I've been trying to get Pittman. I've been trying to get Pittman before he actually – I got him Same. before he actually started breaking out last year, you know, and all that. I've, I've been high on him. And now it's, it's, it's coming to fruition here, you know, the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't – like in the off season when Wentz went, and I was like, oh, who are they going to bring in? I just got him everywhere I could the year before that. I was kind of nervous. And then they bring in Matt Ryan. I'm like, you know, I'm actually really okay with this. You know, <laughs> you know, right? they didn't bring in Drew Locke, you know, something like that. You so, definitely don't want to Drew Locke it. Yeah. I think I was at a party the other day and someone dropped the beer and I was like, fucker, Drew Locked it. He drew Locked <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, well, no, because nobody caught it before it got the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I was just referring to the Drew Lock in it as if you do anything <laughs> you just dumb. fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, you just fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm with you on all Michael in. Pittman. I don't. I mean, I don't yeah. know what to say that we haven't all harped on yet, and probably really recently in the last couple months, we I know we've talked about him multiple times. Well, I got him in our family league, and I know that so, pissed you off. So. It did. <laughs> I I didn't want to reach that far for him at that point, but then I also realized that if I want my guy, you need to reach anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, you know, with where he's at, I think he's going to be so much higher that yeah. honestly, at the end of the season, I don't think that would have been a reach. Have been mad, and I'm yeah. kicking myself in the ass for not quotation reaching for yeah. him yes. at that point because i yeah, do believe in him that much yeah i yep. love him i'm i'm getting great value for him everywhere yeah <laughs> i mean not that i don't think he's gonna do good but i think everybody else has got this this pedestal that he's up on and i i know he's gonna finish out well i just i don't know that what people what people are offering it's, it's hard to pass up on some of oh, them. Oh, like, in your dynasty league. In my dynasty yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. Redraft, I'll take him all day and sit on him. I mean, I'm not – yeah, I'm – yeah. But I just I, – I love it. I think he's another one that's got one of the best quarterbacks he's ever had thrown to him. Um, he's – Matt Ryan's been able to support many a number ones over the years. Yeah. Whether it be running backs or quarterback or um, – Tight ends. Tight ends. Wide, wide receivers. receivers. Not yeah. quarterbacks. He's yeah. not throwing to quarterbacks, but, you know – what I'm saying, but he's maybe he's former a, ones. I can I don't know. Possibly. I mean, but I mean, he's he is one of the better greats. We'll say that's been in this league for a while and has proven himself. And I think Pittman is probably one of the better receivers he's had out behind him. I mean, Julio. Well, we talked about earlier. Wentz and, got him to a wide receiver two, yeah. high end wide receiver two, and Matt Ryan's better than Wentz. Exactly. Yeah, so, so so Pittman's definitely pick him up, grab him everywhere, everywhere. Well, T, we're going to stay with you. We're going. To, I'm going to run through your passes, and you can, mm. we can talk about your passes then. All right, your pass, your uh, uh, CEH, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the Dolphins' backfield, J.K. Dobbins. Now, I do want to remind everybody, some of the passes are 
mo- some, or to do with the value I got that yes. we may have to pay to get where you them. would have yeah. to get it. Yes. Them. So you know, you're going to hear names on here, but you're like, why would you want to avoid them? It's because I don't or, or we don't want to have to pay the right. price for them. Yeah. Uh, so J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, D.K. Metcalf, Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Justin Fields and Michael Thomas. So, yeah, so who's who's your first one that you're you're so, going to ride or die with as far as you don't think they're going to be what everyone else? So there about. are some on here that have changed in the last couple of weeks with uh, different things happening through the preseason, but for the most part, I'm I'm still riding with most of it. The two guys that I'm not changing my minds on whatsoever, not even a little bit. Starting off, number one, J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Uh, I just there's still question marks in the air with uh availability for week one which means that you know and guess uh, gus edwards is also you know even further back behind the timetable and we might see mike davis starting week one as their <laughs> rb out there and which means lamar is going to be the true running back for the first game and i will say if we were doing it this today um Mike Davis might be a sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not falling on that track. Is that a penis? <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay, but Matt's drawing a penis. I'm oh, okay. Two penises. Uh, <laughs> tip the tip. <laughs> Are there any other way? But uh, to have a running back. I'll show you later. Yeah. <laughs> to have a running back that's being touted so high still that we don't even know if it's playing week one. Okay, you can tell me he's going to play week two and on, but the simple fact that they still don't have a clear timetable, we don't know. Yeah. And I'm not paying that for a running back nope. that at that price because he's, you know, talent aside, the organization isn't giving us clear answers. They haven't since the day of the injuries, and they're still not. And how close are we to week one? No. A week, less than a week away. Exactly. Two. I, two weeks. Yeah, I'm not paying for it. Uh, Labor Day weekend's college football the weekend uh, after the weekend is after. NFL. So I thought it was the ninth was the first game. The 11th. Yeah. The 11th. Thursday. So I'm not, I'm not paying that for that running back. I agree with you. I, I, I mean, he he wasn't mine for that division, but he was in contention. So uh, you know, that is a team that will run the ball. So if he's healthy and stuff, and he's out there, yeah, he's going to get the opportunity. But like you said, there's just so there's such a cloud of mystery, and, yeah. and for what I what what the uh, the current ADP is for him, and what you got to pay to get him. I don't want nothing to do with it. There's other players around that that uh, part of the draft that are are on more solid ground yep. than J.K. Dobbins. Because right now, if I want to take J.K. Dobbins, I got to take him in the fifth, and he's a 26 guy coming off the board. And I feel like that's dropped down since we did our um, sleepers and stuff back in the day. So, um, but either way, I still don't want to spend a fifth round pick on a guy that I'm not sure how many weeks right. I'm get out of him. So, yeah, no, I'm. I'm not interested either. I, I'm not. I was never really a J.K. Dobbins like believer kind of deal. I, he shined. He did okay. But that that offense is hard to pick a running back. We've seen it even with healthy running backs. Lamar Jackson. I don't know that we've seen enough of J.K. Dobbins to make a full determination. But that's also part of the equation. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is it's that the offense, not necessarily Dobbins yeah. as a running back, but just the offense since Lamar Jackson's been the dude it's been kind of difficult to really judge on who they're comfortable with with keeping their first right and then injuries of course ruined their whole team last year right everybody got injured yeah, all the year. wider all the running backs well who's your second one t michael thomas staying staying away from michael thomas staying away from michael thomas i'm not gonna draft him because i don't like him 
<laughs> well, he's also a saint. So. Yep. I don't care if he's the last pick. <laughs> Ever. Be a 45 well, round draft. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that, that you don't draft people because of personal feelings? Right here, I don't. Yes. Oh, man. You know, you're, you're never, never going to win, man. You're never going to win. You're that never going to win. That, yeah. That's fine. I'll just make playoffs and all of I don't ever I'll do win that. One eventually. I don't ever make those determinations based off nah. of personal opinions. Jokes aside, <laughs> uh, I make Thomas. a lot of determinations based <laughs> off of personal opinions. Just put it out there. Uh, jokes aside, even if I didn't want to draft him for personal opinion, he goes, you know, he's falling somewhere where I can plan my draft around him. And just so happens that I don't want him for another reason, too. I just don't trust that he's going to be on the field. It's been 45 years since he's had a quarterback <laughs> throw to him. Last quarter, or quarterback that threw to him was Drew Brees. He's been retired for 15 years, it feels like, because we've already had more than one season of another collaboration of shit quarterbacks between Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, and one of those was blind for half Speaking that time. Speaking of somebody I won't take yeah. for so, personal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so not only do I not want him because I don't trust him, I don't want him because I don't trust him. Uh, I don't trust him to be out there. I don't trust him to fill out a whole season. I don't trust him to be half of his old self. If he does and he proves me wrong, then more power to it. I just don't want that risk with somebody that's been out for so long and is in a completely different situation than when he went out. Well, I'll Coaching, say – Coaching, quarterback, all of it. Yeah. Just and Olave and Jarvis there being there, it's not going to be just the Michael Thomas show, anyways. So, meanwhile, he got paid stacks on stacks. On hey, stacks more power to I don't want the risk, to, is my reason. No, I completely understand. I, there's other people around his draft capital. He's and, currently going off the board at 31, yep. wide receiver 31, 69 overall. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There's other people, receivers in that area. There's, there's some going after him that I feel like have a, a better chance of being more consistent. If not, you know, maybe not the same upside, not the same ceiling, per se, if Thomas is, you know, his Adam old Thielen. Thomas self. Adam Thielen. I'd take Thielen. Elijah Moore. I'd take Yeah, Elijah absolutely. Moore. Hunter Renfro. Absolutely. I'd take Renfro. Rashad Bateman. Absolutely. I'd take Bateman. Devonta Smith. 100%. Yep. Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Yeah, I'd take that. Tyler Lockett. No. That'd be like where it's, it's like yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. With Geno now? Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Nah. Drake London. Yes. Yep. Kirk. Yeah. Yep. Follow Bobby Trees. Yep. yep. Lazard. Yep. Yep. Huh? Yeah. That's, I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you no. just listed a lot of guys that are going to be the wide receiver one on their teams, more than likely. Meanwhile, you got – All right, two more. Chase Claypool, Russell Gage. Uh, now, no and no, not with Pickens and not yeah. with Gage being hurt. So th- they're right. This is right around wide uh, wide receiver 43, 44, 45. Yeah. So I I'm not drafting him, but I have taken some orphan teams that have him, and I'm right. happy that I got him because yeah, of the my, upside's there. my wide receiver core looks like bunts. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm with you as far as where he's going. The guys that I just read, a lot of them I would also take over him. Right. Um. I don't think his value is terrible because he right. is a guy that could potentially be a top five wide receiver. I now, I, do I think that's going to happen? Absolutely not. I think it depends um, on how you're, you're, you feel comfortable with the, the beginning of your draft and where you're getting. Yeah, and I, I mean, think that has like, a lot to do with it, too. If you, if you feel you lucked into a couple yeah. good receivers, you can look at him and go, I don't need that trash. But if you, you skipped on receivers 
and you went running back, running back, quarterback, running back, or something, you know, yeah, if, like that. If you're if you're looking for His somebody you think's going to, because I don't think he's going to be anything worse than a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah. If well, he stays healthy. And let me just clarify a little bit on what I said. It's not that I think that I don't like his draft position because I think he's too high or too low per se. Right. It's just the I, other I people will say around. Again, I believe his value is there. It's just the people around him. I like their situation right. better yeah. for as what they did last year and what they still should do this year. So and you don't know what he's going to do. You yeah. really don't. No but matter that, what you think might happen. And plus, I don't, it, plus it's he's a, a saint. So fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go through your pass there, Mr. Baker, and then we can talk about yours. You got Cortland Sutton, Devin Singletary, Jamar Chase, again, because of where he's got to draft him. Mm -hmm. Uh, He does not think Jamar is going to be bad this season. I got him seventh overall in one of my leagues. I got Jamar Chase at seven. That's that's a steal to me. Um, Travis Etienne, Rashad Penny, A.J. Brown, Dalvin Cook, and Fat Lenny, uh, Leonard Fournette. So who's your first one that you are riding with? The season as a pass. I'm I'm passing on Travis Etienne, which I know okay. a lot of people are really high on him, and you know he's talent coming out of college, and everybody wanted him to be great. And then he had the um, uh, once it was like Achilles or heel or uh, yeah, it wasn't in the Achilles. It, it was in Achilles, it, it, foot, ankle yeah, area. It was. Uh, I think it was a knee, but I I, I know it wasn't in Achilles. Because yeah. uh, his his it was what. Liz, was Frank. Liz Frank. It was a Liz Frank. And James Robinson had the Achilles. That's right. Okay. I knew it was something it was something to do with that and then um he's coming back off of it and I, I don't know. I just what everybody sees his value being, I just it's hard for me to Well, he's currently going off at the running back twenty one. And I, if, I'm not spending that for him either. That's 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 where I'm at. Like, first of all, he hasn't played a snap in the NFL, like in in the NFL, right? Against well, any other in a, teams in a real regular season, yeah, exactly. And on top of that, I mean, he's he plays for the Jaguars. I mean, it, it's difficult to really get behind a team that doesn't know how to win very many games. <laughs> and I know it's better now. They don't the, the coaching staffs. Yeah, well, they, well, they have adults there, not and, a toddler for a yeah, head coach. So I mean, everything's kind of moving itself around, and there's a good chance that. I could be completely out of my mind for thinking any of this, but at the same time, I'm one of them that once I pick and I kind of stick with it and I hold it, I just well, I don't the, think it's going to work the, out. Not the the coaching staff is adamant there. that James Robinson is still the number one guy, and he's he's coming back off of an Achilles and yeah. out there practicing, ready to play for. Week yeah, and one, and so I'm telling you, they are a, they are like he's our guy. So I don't know if that's because they don't like Etienne or if they're just trying to honor this dude because of what he was able to do as an undrafted running back and they don't want to just throw him under the bus. Well, obviously, when the season starts, talent's going to find his way to the surface. I believe in the talent of Travis Etienne. I think Travis Etienne will eventually supplant um, James Robinson and almost went Jordan Howard. (laughs) Almost almost flashback. (laughs) But, uh, uh, we'll supplant him and take over that thing. I just don't know. I think that it's it may be midseason because um, I think a big part of what Travis Etienne brings to the table is figuring out the best way to utilize him. Well, I'll right. tell you this. The fact that they gave up and traded off LaBisca Chenault kind of opens that door a little That's bit true. more. That's true. That is a very true so statement. So they took a little bit away from what they were using Chenault for and opened it up. For right. In a redraft team, league, so. I, I, I'm not drafting him because I don't want to pay what he's at. In Dynasty, he's very interesting, but it depends on what you the could, price you is. You could definitely yeah. sit on him. If you've already got him, 
you know, hold it. But, I mean, if you're going out to try to If, if you don't him, have him but you want him, I would wait for week one and two of the regular season, and when he doesn't get a lot of playing time, then, then maybe you could get him for a song. You get him a little better. Yeah, so, but right now. Right now uh, he's I'm going deep. Not, yeah. I mean, it, people are giving up a lot. To what do you think, himself. T? Because I know that you've actually picked some shares of him up in uh, uh, Dynasty. Well, no. One you di- moved shares of One him. Dynasty and then this redraft, our home league, actually drafting. But that's because my plan for that draft got blown up, like, pretty quick. So I ended up punting running backs, I think, and just went yeah, receiver yeah, heavy to begin yes. with. Yeah. And when Etienne got to me, I have him in my past list also, list also yeah. because I have him there, and it's for I didn't want to pay what I needed to yes. yeah. for something that I still didn't know the situation, who's going to yeah, run the back. way too convoluted. And also, we haven't actually seen him play in the NFL yet. Yep. But where well, he I does do have draft him, capital. He does. And he does he have talent. Which is why I actually took him, and he's, he was uh, the first one I took in the home league because at that point I was like, well, I like his upside better than all the other ones. And it was probably at least two rounds earlier than I wish I could get him at. Yeah. But I know I wasn't going to have another option between him and a couple other people if someone yeah. had took him. But I'm with you. I don't like what I paid for him. Yeah. You know, I don't like the, the, the round I got him at. Oh yeah, I yeah, think no, I the s- talent's there. I think the upside's there, but I honestly don't think we're going to see it till, like you said, maybe mid mid season or something. All right, who's your second guy there, Baker? My second guy is Mr. Dalvin Cooks. All right, is this based upon the fact that you have a personal issue with it's, Dalvin Cook? It's two things. <laughs> One, I don't really like him, and two, I kind of don't really care for him at all. Oh, uh, and, but, and you don't want to pay the price. Well, that I, I don't want to pay the price. I think he's getting aged. He is getting up there in age and everything. And I think he's got somebody that they trust and is solid behind him. They were not willing to give him up with Madison, so they're not worried if anything were to what happen. What is your honest belief kind of, of where Dalvin Cook's going to finish by the end of this year? I don't think he makes it into the water, or, or running back ones. So I'm going to say – A high end two 18? at least? 18? 18. Okay. I'm going to say 18 overall. Maybe a little lower. I think you're smoking uh, crack on Mars. But, somewhere like that. Okay. I, mean, I just, year, I just wanted to get an idea of where your mind was because, to me, he's an easy top 10 if he stays well, healthy. Well, last year he finished 16, and he played almost every game. He did sit out right. a couple. It's with a whole completely different coaching staff. I, I, and a whole I understand that, but yeah. it's still the same Dalvin Cook. That's true. So there's there's where it draws. I do, I'm do. i not saying Dalvin Cook's like a trash can running back. But I do think that he's not the he's not the running back he was two years ago or three right. years ago, and it's it's just one more year on top of one more year. And the fact that they're not letting loose of Alexander Madison just yet, this may be completely different next week. But yeah, kind of tells me that they I mean, trust he's going who they off got at behind five him. running back five. Yeah, and that's so. that's really really high. Well, if you me, think I mean, he's going to finish eighteen, I can understand that's, your that's your where I, that's where I'm uh, trust me. I, I will say this. If I was drafting fifth overall, I'd probably take a wide receiver over him as well. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to pay that for him, but if he's on the back end of round one, if I'm in the 9, 10, 11 range and he somehow fell to me, I'm snatching him as quick as I can fucking get him. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think he's going to be running back five at the end of the season. Yeah. But I damn sure don't think he's going to be 18 if yeah. he stays healthy. Health oh, yeah. being a big well, factor. Like said, but health probably maybe figures into your – It does. Like yeah. I said, like last yeah. year, I mean, he missed – he didn't miss like – Full games, but he did miss some time. No, well, he, yeah. missed games four, he missed like four that. full games. Yeah, he, he did four. miss so, four, and he had to and, and, and he had missed, to wear the. Uh, and he's done that multiple the shoulder seasons, device right? in one game, but yeah, he actually he's balled yet to out. finish a whole season. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, in this on top of his age, 
I, I just, it's, it's hey, so I, much I, to pay. Hey, it's so hey. much. I don't pay. think it's. Uh, I don't think it's I'm, insane. Yeah. I just, you know, I just wanted to. I'm, I wanted to get some because hey, you said yeah. running back three. No, no, then no, we're, no. Then, then, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, then no. we can definitely roast you. It's, so. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna run through mine real quick. The uh, passes I got uh, my C E H, Damian Harris, Najee Harris, Traylon Burks, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, which. That was obviously before Mr. Brian Robinson got shot. Um, DeAndre Swift and the Atlanta wide receivers minus London, Drake London. Um, <laughs> <laughs> every other wide receiver, but I, I will get. I'll, I'll take all the London I can get. Let's I don't be honest. Kyle Pitts is a receiver. Nope, he does not count as a wide receiver. <laughs> he is a receiver though. Um, because I did draft him in the third round of our home league. so, <laughs> um, Or no, our uh, other league. Anyway, yeah. so the first one I'm going to talk about is Damian Harris. Uh, I know that reports are coming out that Damian Harris is still the guy there. Blah, 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 blah. I get it. This dude is not going to score 15 touchdowns this year. He's not going to rush for 1,000 yards. I am not paying the price that is required to get Damian Harris right now because he's not going to be there. Will he be fantasy viable? Absolutely. Will he score you touchdowns? For sure. But will he be a running back two? No. I think running back three, high end at best, Ramondre Stevenson is going to take this backfield by the balls, and he is going to show that he is the guy. Especially with Montgomery getting hurt. Yes. That only opens up more receiving for Ramondre. Right. It is already a convoluted backfield. It's already going to be a, an offense that is we don't you know know exactly what's going to happen, um, and I just I don't want to pay the price for Damian Harris. So there it is. That's that's my uh, take on it. Um, Terrell, you you agree? So I don't know if you need to throw anything on it, but Baker, you are a Damian Harris believer. Are I'll you still it. a b- Damian Harris believer? I'm still okay with it. This season, I think, still going to be similar to his last season. I I'm not saying that. Um, I'm drafting him in like the top three rounds. I don't know where he's going right now. Right, uh, I think four, yeah, fourth I mean, round, four and five. I mean, I'd be okay with um, it, it, at least if I didn't go running back, running back in the beginning. If I went wide receiver heavy, fourth, fifth round, I'd I'm have no sorry, problem. he's going fifth round. He's going as RB twenty four. Yeah, see, I still too high for me. I, I'm fine with that. I not not to pass on, but I mean, I'd I'd jump on him if he's there in the fifth, I will say sixth round. I, if, I'll snatch him up. I mean. He's got a high. Yeah. He's got a high upside. They use him on nah, the goal think, line. I don't think. I think his ceiling is where he's being drafted. That's the thing I'm saying. Oh, I, yeah. I don't think he has any upside. He his pass catching. But I will say this: I heard today that there are beat reporters for the Patriots who were like in practice and everything. They mm-hmm. were statting out all the passes being thrown or whatever, and the targets being thrown to Damon Harris were. A lot more than you would expect. I don't know what the number is or anything like that. I, I would. I've never seen him as a pass catching back. I know that's why they kind of have Ramondre. So my yeah. feelings on him aren't only get better if they're using yes. him pass catching. Because I don't well, look if they come out and he becomes a, back, he becomes a three down back. I'm going to be eating all the crow. <laughs> uh, my next guy, real quick, is Cam Akers. I just like a guy coming off an Achilles. Um, and the way they're talking about that backfield, they're, they they uh, want to make a, a committee of and, three. And he just had another soft tissue injury that he's right. yeah. just now getting over. And I, I just don't want to. I, I just it's don't want scary. anything to do with him. 
Yeah, um, I don't know if we need to hit it real quick. I, let's go ahead and roll into these sleepers unless y'all have something no, super I, you want to no, throw on the Cam Akers. It, that's it. I mean, he's They're still projected high because it might – I mean, Sean McVay, man, he likes to run the guy yeah. that he loves, so we might be wrong on this. Uh, well, we'll see. I also know that Sean said he wants to run a backfield, a committee backfield. So we'll see. he wants to get Henderson some work. I'd stay away from it. No, yes. no reason. And you got Kyron Williams there, who is was cheap. who is a really good running back, and yeah. so he just had a bad combine. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But all right, my sleepers are Ronald Jones. Uh, I if I could do this over today, I obviously <laughs> would erase that. He may not even make the roster. I thought that he was more than he is, but. Hey, it's here, it's there. Same thing I thought with Michelle, so. Yeah. And I thought with Ronald Jones. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I did kind of say Ronald Jones is going to become the number one back in the Chiefs. So, I guess if they cut him, <laughs> we're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. But you were also a Ronald Jones guy, so. Yeah, so we're both. <laughs> in, I'm in the two boats, and yeah. you're just in one by <laughs> yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tyquan Thornton, hey, look, you can't predict injury. Yep. So, you know, that one's a whatever. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, Matt Ryan, Trey McBride. Darius Tony, DJ Chark, and Julio Jones. And my sleeper that I'm going to ride with this season is Kadarius Tony. I just think that Kenny Galladay is straight up doo doo trash, and he is on the way to being one of the worst free agent signings in the history of the NFL and possibly relegated to. I don't know, working at a fast food restaurant within the next couple of years. Oh, uh, unless he's, well, maybe not. He did make a shit ton of money, so he could probably He won't just, have to work for a while, yeah, go, man. not have to work anywhere. But, um. He could be a ball warmer. <laughs> Where you just roll uh, the football. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, uh, Kadarius Tony, he's got to stay on the field, obviously. But I think if he gets on the field, the dude, he's hyper-targeted every time he's been on the field. I love the guy. I am, I have made trades. I traded away digs the other day. For Kadarius Tony, not just Kadarius Tony, I got some other picks in, as well, uh, or some other players as well. But uh, it, a big part of the reason I was willing to get rid of Diggs was because Kadarius Tony was part of that trade. And uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, like I said, I put my money where my mouth is. So he's a guy that I, I am ready to ride with. I hope he stays healthy because I think he's going to shock some people this year. Y'all going to throw anything on the Kadarius Tony train, or we want to move on? No, dude's like a monster. It. All right, so we're going to move on to Mr. Baker's sleepers. His were, again, we talked about the first two are the same as mine, Ronald Jones and Tyquan Thornton. Uh, and then he's got James Prochet, Nico Collins, Rondell Moore. Ah, his sleeper is Kenny Galladay. Uh, and Don't then sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. Cole Komet and then Chris Olave. Are you going to ride with uh, Kenny Galladay? No, they own way too much money for me to ride with him. Right <laughs> I mean, I'm not it, saying he's not going to do better than his projection. I, I do think that's going to happen. It, but I heard an, uh, a crazy stat. I could, I could get signed today play three games and do better than his projection that's probably true very <laughs> true <laughs> all right you heard a thing today what was it terrell like uh you might have heard the same thing through a fellow podcast or something somebody brought it up about galladay oh yeah i just told him where he's he had one tar he had one catch on like six targets for six yards or something in the entire preseason he played 50 snaps yeah 50 snaps yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay I was yeah. checked out during the and, and the thing is that. is they can't cut him because it'll be a thirty one million oh, no. dollar it's, cap hit. It's dead, big money. dead cap. Mm. So it's anyway. So who is your uh sleeper you're gonna ride with? Chris Olave. Okay. I'm I'm gonna ride with it. I think that of the receivers there, given like we just talked about Michael Thomas, and we don't know if he's even gonna come back off this injury, 
he's just riding this $120 million he got paid or whatever it was. I think it's $46 billion. I, it's, it's something insane. And 97% so, ownership of the Giants. But, I mean, I it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like insane to me. You know, he gets this money, and then he's out with the knee, and then he's out because of suspension, and he's out with the knee again. And then we just heard now he's dealing with another soft tissue knee something. I'm just – Exactly. I just – I don't – no, the boo is super long. That's really yeah. long. But you're with Chris, Chris Olave. I just like I just like Chris Olave. I think he's a he's a talented wide receiver, and if Winston can come in and throw the ball a bajillion times, uh, and half of them beat to the offense, I think Olave pays out. <laughs> Olave pays out of this. I think where everybody's trying to get him, and where he's going as a rookie because they're worried about being a rookie. I think you you it's going to pay dividends at the end of it. Okay. Personally. I, I, I personally am not on the Olave train, but um, it it's it's it just has to do with the gut feeling. But that's yeah, neither no, here I, nor there because he's I got done, a lot of gut feelings. Well, he's in me. a in the preseason, dude has done yeah. work. So yep, uh, I like it. But so did Tutu Atwell last year, right? Like Tutu Atwell was the uh, shining star of the preseason. Yes, last year. And yes. nobody's heard of him since. <laughs> since so no. yeah. Uh, yeah, just just to put that out there. All right, so T, your sleepers were Albert O. Tight end for Denver, Kendrick Bourne, Donovan Peoples Jones, Nico Collins, Rondell Moore, Jalen Tolbert, and Khalil Herbert and Russell Gage. Um, I'm sure, like we all would, we would change a couple of those. But yeah. who is the one you want to ride with as your sleeper this year? Ride or die. I'm going to ride with this one because I just picked him up this morning in another league. Nico Collins. All right, the second year wide receiver for the Texans. Yes. So, first round draft pick last yeah, year. I think it was for sure. He's a sleeper for a reason, though. A lot of people just – nobody's claiming yeah. around this guy. and It's on the Texans, too. Yeah, and it's a, it's a bad offense. But, man, let's let's get real here. Davis Mills is going into the second year uh, with Nico also. And somebody's got to – they didn't. They didn't draft somebody to take over for when the perpetual million yard receiver quits being the million yard receiver. Oh, Brandon right. Cooks. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Like, yeah. So I mean, you got to have that number two, and I think this is the year we see him actually slowly start to come into it. If not in a big way, at least he, he'll be a solid like plug and play for when you need somebody yep. on a buy. Yep. I like it. I I, I I think it's a sneaky play, especially with the value. You're, you can basically get this guy for free in most of your Pretty leagues. Pretty much, yeah. So you can probably get him off waivers. And uh, if, if he's sitting on your waivers in your draft or in your uh, redraft leagues, probably just go out there and favorite him or you know put him on a watch list. Um, and then if he goes out there, the thing, little tip for fantasy players out there, for a lot of these guys, especially rookies, you want to look at snap percentage, oh, and then that, you want to look at that first week. targeted. Yeah, yeah, the first couple of weeks, because you can say, okay, this guy only had two catches in week one, but he played seventy five percent of the snaps, and right. he was targeted seven times. Yeah, so those I mean, things will tell Galladay you they played fifty snaps and was targeted like seven <laughs> times. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Uh, it tells you a lot about how things go down, and uh, even with rookies, even if they're just out there for snap percentages. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just look into that, and then just, you know, maybe it kind of helps you say, 
you want to get the guy before he has that seven catch, one hundred twenty five yard, two touchdown game. Yeah. If you get him the week before, even if it's on your bench, you got him now. And so. you look really smart to everybody else in your league. Like, right. how did he know about? Yeah, this because guy? if he goes and he and he breaks, and it then and then like, everybody's like, "Oh crap, I got to go grab this guy." He's probably a waivers, and they're like, "How the hell did how this did, guy?" He's already get on it? this guy's yeah. bench. Yeah, yeah. If he, our gals, our if, gals. If that okay. snap percentage is high, even without catches. If there's no injury designation, that means a team wants yes. to roll with them in yep. the offense. Yes, they trust him, especially with running backs. And there's snap a, percentage and it's actually, mean a lot with running backs and, it's and tight ends. a high percentage of hit rate as far as becoming fantasy relevant yeah. when you look at that stat after mm-hmm. week And if you play on sleeper, that's an easy way to go get your snap percentages because you can pull up their game logs and it'll tell you what percentage of snaps they played. So um, if you're in my leagues and if I'm against you and either – I, what everything I just said, or we just said, is complete bullshit. It's a lie. We yeah. just yeah, we were making up. it up to fool everyone else, just to make you. But if you're in other leagues that aren't competing with me, do that, and Listen, you, it'll help you be successful. You will win some an average amount of your games. And, yeah, because that's what we're trying to do here, guys. We're trying to get you to that average place in your leagues. Because if we do that, we've done our jobs. Because if you are average, you aren't last. And uh, so we hopefully we can get you there. So you guys have a good night or two, depending on when we can roll back in here. But we will get another one knocked out this week. Uh, the next one will be breaking down some rankings. I'm not sure what rankings or what positions, but we're going to hit some rankings real quick before we roll into the last few weeks. And then we're going to start getting ready for this season. So, I'm so excited, man. Y'all be good out there. Later. Holla. <laughs>